My friends, I'm answering a question that was just shared live on Twitch while I was talking crypto. The question is this. How do people with no money to invest that don't even have a bank account or a uh, you know an ability to like buy stocks or anything how can you save and keep and grow your money and this is a big challenge and i'm i'm going to give some answers and mention how crypto can help out if you don't have a bank account and your only option is to for example take a check cash it you've got a little bit left and then you, you get another check and cash it and you're just trying to save up in cash, that's a very fragile and delicate situation. For example, if something happens to your house. It, now, if you're in the USA, you probably live in a safer environment where you're not as worried about getting robbed, but in lots of countries in the world, if you do save up any kind of cash, you often need to be secretive with it. You know, bury it in the backyard because otherwise somebody will just take that from you. I don't think just saving up cash and another thing with cash, so if you're just trying to save up a little cash, you're basically, you're gonna have a very hard time ever getting ahead because of inflation. So what happens, by the time you save up a little bit of cash, things are more expensive because of inflation. So let's say you go from paycheck to paycheck, you save 10, 20, 50, $100 a week. By the end of the year, you have a few thousand. Well, by the end of the year, you're, the money you have over the period you've saved it won't buy you nearly as much. So you can't buy, because of inflation, the spending power keeps dropping all the time of cash. And if you're not earning any interest on the cash you're saving, if you're just holding cash, you have everything to lose by essentially misplacing the cash. You essentially need to have assets if you truly want to save money. You need to have things that when more money is created by the US government, that the assets you have go up with it. And cryptocurrency is one of the easiest asset classes to get into, even if you don't have a bank account or a checking account. There's apps now, things like Cash App. You can put 20 bucks on Cash App to get a little bit of Bitcoin. And even if you're looking at, okay, well, Jerry, I'm only saving 20, 30, 50 bucks a week. If you can just get a little bit of your money into something that's an asset, then you've got a chance to truly grow without having to work. Let me explain something to you. The majority in the people of the people in the world work for money and struggle to save any. And whatever money they are able to save the buying power is often wiped out by inflation. Meaning as the government creates more money, you lose buying power, so you're essentially stuck in a cycle where it is pretty hopeless. Meanwhile, the wealthiest, richest people in the world have assets. They have things of true value. Bitcoin, Ethereum, these are assets that when a bunch of money is printed, they go up also. They have things like paintings, real estate, stocks. If you don't have an asset, you are constantly getting destroyed by inflation. For example, in 1971, you could buy a can of soup for 10 cents. Today, the exact same can of soup now costs 10 times as much as it did in 1971. That means, in theory, if in 1971, 
you had a thousand dollars today you would need to have ten thousand dollars to have the same amount of buying power that you had in 1970 so you can see how a strategy of just saving cash and just saving a little bit and not having any assets in the long term is going to leave you broke in the short term it can work fine if you get say $500 a week for your paycheck, you spend $400, you save $100 in cash, in the short term that will work just fine. And then you might be able to save up a few thousand dollars. But here's the thing, once you start to get bigger amounts of money like a thousand, a few thousand dollars, now you have a problem. Now inflation is taking down your buying power and the longer you hold on to that cash, the less value you're going to get in return for it. And not only that, but you could always lose your cash. And this is why if you really want to save, you need assets. You need things that go up in value over time. Gold, silver, cryptocurrencies. And I think cryptocurrencies are one of the easiest, easiestly accessible things you can buy that'll get your money out of the purely inflationary game and give you a chance to make more money. See, the way the most elite wealthy people in the world do things is the system is completely rigged in their favor to begin with and then when more money is printed, their wealth, as we saw in 2020 when the US government printed record amounts of new money, the richest people in the world saw record increases in their wealth because they're holding things that actually have value like stocks, like crypto, like paintings, like gold, like silver. So if you wanna save money, you need at least some of it to be in assets. And crypto is some of the easiest assets you can get into if you're operating in a bankless state. You don't need a bank account to use Cash App and get $20 and buy $20 worth of Bitcoin. That's one of the easiest things you can do. Now, you might think, well, why would I do that instead of just keeping a $20 bill? Because if you buy $20 of Bitcoin or another crypto like Ethereum, the $20 you put in, yes, you could theoretically lose all of it in one way or another. However, you could also 5x or 10x your money in the long term as well. So if you're, you know, if you're looking like you might live another 20 or 30 years, putting, I would say half, or maybe if you want to be much more conservative, 20-30% of what you can afford to save. I've got right now about 30% of what I can afford to save is in crypto. I've got Bitcoin, I got Kronos, and I got Ethereum. I've got about so I just sold I had too much in crypto before. I don't recommend holding everything you can afford to save in crypto. It's too risky, it's too volatile, it's too uncertain. Now, uh, I, you know, I've got a family and it's, yes, dollars are definitely going to work well over the next year, I would say. But for the long term, you can't rely on just dollars. So if, in my example, right now, I have about 25 or 27,000 in cash and then I've got like about 2,700 or so in crypto. So I've got about 10% of my, uh, actually I'm going to pay off a credit card which will knock that down 
10,000. So let's just say for simplicity, I'll have about 15,000 in cash and close to 3,000 in crypto. So you're looking like I've got around 20% of the money I've got saved is in crypto right now. I would suggest if you are living check to check, take at least 20, maybe 30, 40, 50% if you wanna be more aggressive and get it into an asset. Get it into something that over time has the chance to appreciate. Like Bitcoin might go up 50 times over the next 10 years. Every $20 you buy in Bitcoin today in 10 years might be worth $1,000 for every 20 you put in today. You know, Ethereum, I just did, did before this, talked about how Ethereum might be the overtake Bitcoin. You put $20 into Ethereum today, a year from now, it might be worth 50 or $100. And that's what's magical about getting assets. Now, you could lose these as well, which is why I recommend you don't want to put all of your savings like I had like 80% of my savings in Bitcoin. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is too aggressive. This is not smart. And Lisa says, right now I take care of my dad. I get nine hours a week. My check's 200 or so every two weeks. And you got some money in a safe deposit box and you save a few hundred a month. All right, well, that's a perfect example. So it's good. It's very good to have some money in, all right, however, a safe deposit box, if, if you actually have physical custody of that yourself, a safety, a safety, a safe deposit box, if you have physical custody of that yourself, then that's good. If that is in a bank's deposit vault somewhere, that is bad. Do not ever keep money in a safe deposit box at a bank because you're losing on inflation. The bank could lose that money, however that happens, and you will not get it back. So I'm assuming you have a deposit box that you have physical control over for that money, which is good. And with, you know, you saying you've got you know, thousands in a safe deposit box, I would suggest get some assets in there as well. Gets, you don't wanna have too much money in cash because you're going to lose on inflation. For example, if you bought a little bit of gold, a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of Ethereum, maybe a, yeah, like, all right, so you got physical custody of it, that's good. That also leaves you vulnerable to any kind of physical problem though, where that could all be lost. So ideally, you want to have a diversified savings. You don't wanna be all in. You don't wanna be all in where you've got almost everything in one certain area. So I would say get a little bit of Bitcoin and you don't even need a bank account. You can you can buy cash or you can you know send a check. There's there's ways to do that depending on what app you use. For example, something like Cash App, a lot of them do require you know a bank account, but there's other ways you can fund and some websites you can even buy for cash or if you know somebody then you can do that. But you probably want to get some diversification in your savings because the money you it, when you start to get into thousands of dollars inflation is a serious problem for you you're basically losing a few percent of your buying power every year so if you've got 10,000 you're looking at if you're if you have 10,000 for example in a safety deposit box your spending power is dropping probably at least 5% a year so you're essentially losing like 5% to inflation 
every year where food costs are going up, energy costs are going up, and your, your money is not going up. It's just sitting in there. So you need to have something that can go up without you doing anything. And yes, it could go down. If you put into Bitcoin, it could go down. But that's why you diversify your portfolio. You, they even have things now where you can buy a little bit of contemporary art, like twenty or a hundred dollars worth of a contemporary art, you know, a co-op you can use. There's maybe I'll do a video with some more details on like alternative ways to put a little bit of money in. But basically, you want to have some more diversification. Yeah, Smokable says traditional inflation rate a year is like three percent, and I would say they try and downplay the role of how much inflation really is. Like, look how fast gas prices went up. And often things go up in surges. So, you know, something like gas will double all of a sudden or even triple, then come back down a bit. So, I would say you want at least, you know, if you have 10,000 in a safety deposit box, for example, you might want to take two or 3,000 out and put it into some kind of an asset. You could buy a gold coin for 1,900 with a, a you know a check or a wire transfer you could buy some bitcoin some ethereum some silver you want to have see with something like a gold coin is difficult to transact because you buy one and then you're going to take a significant percentage of a loss if you move it in the short term for example if you buy a gold coin then try and sell it right away you're probably going to lose like 20% of it so yeah, so if you live paycheck to paycheck, you especially, you even just like $20 a week could really add up over time into crypto. Especially if that crypto goes up 5X, 10X in the next few years, it could make a massive difference for you. So One Queen Vibe says, what about those of us that literally live to paycheck to paycheck? I, if you live paycheck to paycheck, reduce expenses. Reduce expenses, that's the easiest way to uh, get in a better situation. Cut expenses. Because expenses are something you have complete control over. And uh, the for me, the way I found to cut expenses is to show people what I'm spending my money on and they'll tell me what I could cut. Like, hey, I'm, I'm spending this much on that and this much on that. And they'll be like, well, you can just cut that and use this. You'd be amazed. So if you want to cut expenses... Tell everybody you know what you're spending money on and ask for their advice. Say, hey, I've got I've got this car payment, I got this house payment, I'm paying this much for electricity, I got this much for my cell phone, and everybody will love giving you a piece of advice. They'll tell you, I cut my cell phone plan. So one thing I did, I cut my cell phone, I was paying on Verizon, I was paying 120 a month for my wife and I to have iPhones with unlimited data. And I cut. I got us on T-Mobile, and I'm paying twenty dollars a month for each phone. So I cut eighty dollars a month, and my friend told me about that. I was hesitant. I'm like, is T-Mobile gonna suck? I know I could save money. He's like, dude, I cut to T-Mobile, and it's been great. It's worked great for us. So if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you gotta stop living paycheck to paycheck, because that's where you're truly powerless. You're totally screwed. Most of the planet lives paycheck to paycheck. If you live paycheck to paycheck, having a rigorous focus on the ending of secrecy will be most helpful for you because there's things that could 
make your life so much easier, that could give you such a better chance at life. Things like free energy, anti-gravity technology, things that could wipe out massive expenses in your life and things that could raise up everybody on this planet. And uh, the system wants you to live paycheck to paycheck because then you're vulnerable. Then you have to do what you're told. You have to go to work. You can't afford to lose your job. The whole system is set up to encourage you to work paycheck to paycheck. No matter how big your paycheck is, the bigger your paycheck gets, the more you're encouraged to spend money and programmed to spend more money. And this is why even people getting six-figure jobs often live paycheck to paycheck because, well, you just live in a bigger house and buy a nicer car and it doesn't really matter. So One Queen Vibe says, I'm on disability and only get paid one time a month. One of the best ways to save is to cooperate with other people. Hey, what's up, Bad Habits Beast? Nice to see you today. Yeah, so Lisa, I'd say buying a little bit of crypto, just buying a little bit of crypto each month could be massively helpful in the long term. I personally think Bitcoin is one of the best and the fairest for us. However, and uh, considering more of the darker forces and self-centered forces on the planet, Ethereum seems to offer really good return potential. To me, if you want to be diversified, buying a little bit of Bitcoin and a little bit of Ethereum each week or each month will give you a chance to, in the short term, sometimes you might even lose. It might go down. But if you buy a little bit of crypto each month, crypto is more of an asset and less of just a currency. It could give you a chance to turn... Uh, the money you've got now into more money in the future without having to work. So if you're on something like disability and you only get paid once a month, often one of the biggest ways you can save money is, is cooperate with other people. For example, I'm living with my wife who she got herself, she got a job that pays close to six figures and then with her freelancing, she can now make over six figures and by cooperating with her, all I need to do is minimize my expenses and I have nothing to worry about. She can pay the mortgage single-handedly with her job. I am Batman, says I've been in crypto eight years and haven't worked a job in three years. Nice, and I could have done that too, but yeah. I, uh, you've done much better than I did with being disciplined, researching, and... Uh, Congratulations on that. I am Batman. Thanks a lot for watching. How'd you find uh, the stream here today? Lisa said, "Why it stop? This thing stopped looping all of a sudden. Why did it just stop? It just stopped looping after a certain amount of times." All right. I guess we'll just skip that. I can't say I'll write that many times either. Sean, what's up? Sean said, "Utilizing your cash flow and integrating passive income from properties." can leverage in your favor. Keeping your cash is vulnerable to depreciation. Owning an asset cuts out currency depreciation with inflation currently to mortgages are, wait, I'm not understanding this. Oh, right, so, oh, Captain Atari Man sent you nice. Obviously, one of the best assets you can hold, all right, so some people will debate this, but a house is one of the best assets you can hold. Now, if you piss the government off, in the country where you live, that could be a problem. If you can't pay your property taxes, that could be a problem. However, one of the best assets you can possibly hold is a house. However, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or if you know, you've got some money saved up but housing's expensive, a house is one of the best assets you can possibly have because you have to live somewhere anyway. 
And uh, the majority of the assets Laura and I have is in our house. And thankfully, with inflation, housing prices continue to go up along with inflation. Sometimes they'll go up much higher than inflation as people try and get out of inflation by buying houses and then cause bubbles in the stock market and then the housing market goes down. So if you really want to save, getting into a, a house that you can own is one of the best ways. But I realize I didn't talk about that too much because I know that's out of reach for a lot of you that are paycheck to paycheck. However, or that have saved up a bit of money, but you're not in a position to buy a house. If you're not in a position to buy a house, then getting something like Bitcoin or Ethereum, maybe gold. If you look at gold over the last like 30 years, 50 years, has went up a lot, even though there seems to be a lot of effort to suppress the price of gold and precious metals. But if you can basically just buy a little bit of different assets like gold, Bitcoin, Ethereum, precious artworks, you know, there's there's so many different assets you could buy. I personally don't recommend putting into the stock market while it is consistently profitable. It is also contributing to wealth concentration more than perhaps anything. You know, people throwing money into the stock markets allowing these massively wealthy and powerful individuals to have nearly unlimited power and wealth. So the stock market has so much value, I don't think it needs any more money. That said, buying into the stock market has helped a lot of people keep up with inflation. Pedro, I'm glad you love these streams. Sean says, despite the current economic climate, mortgages are surprisingly the easiest obtained in relation to previous years. And yes, so what's really good with mortgages is given that inflation is such a problem, a mortgage allows you to utilize debt to uh, get an asset. And the one time that it's really worth taking on debt is if you can take on debt to get a hold of an asset. That's why buying a house with a mortgage is one of the best things you can do. But if you can't do that, then try and get enough where you could buy a house. And getting crypto, putting a bid into crypto could help you level up to being able to buy a house. However, if if that is even out of reach in the short term, just putting a little bit into crypto and reducing your expenses and cooperating with others. For example, One Queen Vibe says, I'm on disability and I get paid one time a month. This is fairly common these days. So in this case, finding a cheap living situation will be one of the best things you could do to reduce your expenses. I have a girlfriend, plutonic girlfriend, not banging her. I'm monogamous with my wife, but nevertheless, a girlfriend that she lives with five of her girlfriends in a very nice house together and she pays a fraction of the rent she would pay to have her own place. She's able to rent a place to work and have her own business and rent a place to live for less than uh, I have another friend who lives with his partner and they have a couple of kids the apartment they are living in costs them more than my friend's room in a house plus a room a dedicated room in a business my friend that has the apartment is paying more and his rent went up over a thousand dollars compared to my other friend who has a who lives with five other girlfriends. So 
One of the best ways you can save money is to cut expenses and generally where you live is one of your largest expenses. So this might mean you move if possible. Move to somewhere that's cheaper. Find somebody else. If you're living by yourself, find somebody else you could live with. It doesn't just have to be a romantic partner. If you're not dating somebody, dating somebody can often be a great way to fix your finances and to have a team financially. Like my wife and I have went back and forth providing the majority of the income for the family. When we first dated, she got a job as a personal injury attorney and she paid most of the bills. My business had a few years where it took off and I paid most of the bills and now she's paying most of the bills again. So if you really wanna save money, you gotta cut expenses first, especially if you're on a fixed income. And then, getting into some assets instead of just holding the extra in cash. So for me, I've cut massive amounts of expenses and it's funny, in 2019, I made over $100,000 in revenue in my business, which at this rate is going to be significantly more than I make in 2022. The only problem in 2019 is that I spent over 100,000 more than I made trying to make more money. I'm, you know, I bought all kinds of I paid people to do work for me, I paid for advertising. I tried to make a fortune and in the process put myself in the worst financial position I'd ever been in. The next year I made about 100,000 in revenue again, except that year I cut my expenses from 200,000 to as low as I could at the time with all the interest and stuff, which was like, you know, 40, 50,000 or so maybe even 30,000. So with I gutted my expenses, the same the point of telling you this is the same amount of money for me that in 2019 felt like I was totally broken not making nearly enough money. The same amount of money the year after that proved to be plenty. The only difference was I cut my expenses. And I've cut my expenses down to the lowest they've ever been in 2022. So far, I've made about 54,000 in revenue in 2022. And at this rate, I'm gonna have the lowest revenue I've had in my business since 2014 or 2013. Fortunately, my expenses are so low that I still have made 27,000 profit this year. Now, there's some things I have to spend money on. For example, you know, web hosting, but I cut my web hosting from 100 a month to 35 a month. I've cut wherever I can. So if you wanna save, first cut and get creative and ask for help and ask for advice. And then with the money you've got, the more money you can save, get the money you've got. Some of it needs to go to assets. The rest of it can sit in cash. Some of it needs to get into assets or you will never get out of the cycle you're in. All the wealthiest people on the planet have assets. All the poorest people on the planet don't. I mean, the difference between being wealthy and not being wealthy is assets. So if you can just get some assets, even if it's 20 a month in crypto, you're getting, you're getting something that could grow and make you money without you working. Most of the richest people in the world are able to make the majority of their money without having to work for it. Whereas the majority of people in the world make most of their money by working for it. So this, this is huge. So I'm glad we've talked about this. Thanks a lot for asking that question, Lisa.
And thanks for all the discussion we've had on Twitch. I live streamed this on Twitch. And I will wrap the stream up now pretty shortly after we end the recording here. So if you watch this somewhere, if you watch this on YouTube, would love to see you come hang out with us on Twitch.